Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Built to Grow podcast. I'm going to be your host today, Randy Engston. Uh, joined today by Zach Columbia. Yo, yo. How are we doing today? Good. Good, good, good. good, good. good. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Oh, as always, as always. Uh, today we've got a special episode for you guys. We're actually going to dive into um, a little bit of the roles and responsibilities that Zach has on his plate. Uh, as many of you listeners know, you know, one of the desires to you know, of you as a listener is to grow your gym. But for many of you, it's not just to add more dollars and cents, more members and things like that. Uh, as a business owner, you also aspire to kind of step back and run the ship as a true business owner outside of the day-to-day operations. And in order to do so, you need somebody like Zach in in the seat uh, to take the reins and, and take control of the business in your absence. And so for today, what we want to do is kind of highlight some of the things that Zach does on a daily basis, really give you a clear image of what that position should look like. Um, obviously, as a business owner, you're doing a lot of these tasks already. Um, one thing that we found in working with business owners, though, is they're not really clear in the understanding of what they do on a daily basis, right? You're putting out fires, you're maybe you're jumping in and covering a shift on the floor or you know, doing the things that kind of present themselves you know, in, in your business daily. But in order to drive the business forward, you have to be future pacing. And, you know, as a fitness director, um, I want to ask you, Zach, you know, a couple of questions on, you know, how do you pick up the reins, take the responsibility of something that, you know, is a job. It's not yours, you know, technically is is an owner, but you operate it as if it is in a way, you know, so why don't we kind of preface before we get into the work, why don't we kind of preface how you look at the, the role that you're in, um, you know, maybe, maybe we get into some of the KPIs and, and we'll dive into kind of like some, maybe a little bit of the incentivization that can help, you know, steer the direction of the business forward or things like that. But just kind of let's lay the foundation of kind of the position that you're in, um, what it takes, you know, what are the, the features that you should be focused on in that position and we can kind of get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. So I think, I think start with mindset. You're yep, the mindset you guy. So we we'll always start with mindset here. Um, Nine out of 10 consultations that I do, I would say the person asks me, like, are you the owner? Is this your gym? Mm -hmm. Right. And that's very telling to me that I'm doing something right because they just come in, they meet with me and they're like, oh, this guy's the owner of the gym when I'm not. Mm -hmm. And so, but that's the way I look at, that's the way I look at my, my role here is like, hey, I take ownership. Yeah, you go over this gym and i really am like the you know the interman um owner of legacy yeah and so my mindset is like what would how would i anytime i ask myself you know something comes up i'm like what would i do if this was my business Mm -hmm. and it basically is i mean like i am i've been here forever (laughs) you know and and i just take ownership over everything and if i don't know what to do or i need help 
Tim is always available to me, which is, you know, awesome. All I have to do is ping him and he's like, yeah, let's get on zoom. Right. And, and, um, and if I don't know, I'll ask, I'm like, dude, what do you want me to do here? You know, something comes up. How do you want me to handle this situation? Um, and then he kind of like, a lot of times he doesn't even give me like a direct answer. He just kind of leads me in a certain direction. I'm like, okay, I got it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but you I, know what it did. We'll, we'll talk to that. Cause I think we gotta, we gotta, um, one, give Tim some credit because he's done that obviously in both sides of the business. Right. I, I operate profit the same way that you operate legacy with that, that feeling of ownership. Right. And with the ability to make decisions as if we are owners and that's huge. You that know, comes from him. And that's my point. Is yeah. he, he not only has he given us the, 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 the authority to make those decisions, he's incentivized or he's, he's, not only are we in a position where we need to make those position, those decisions, but he's given us the authority to and the ability to make those decisions. Yeah. And that's a big deal because I know, you know, we can speak you know, eye to eye on that, right? Like we're, we run at the speed of, of the business as fast as we can. We don't, we aren't reliant on Tim's every answer, every response, right? We can make those decisions and move forward. If we really need to pull him into it, we can do that. Yeah, but we're not limited to that, right? Like Tim's not operating the business from a foreign seat. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah, and in some ways that makes Tim like a really, really great leader, mm -hmm. and then in some ways it makes him not a great leader. You know what I? You know what I mean? It could go, it could go either way, and I guess it depends on the person that he's trusting. Right. Yep. And so he's not foolish in just saying like go and go and do these things, right? Like what I've learned about Tim is that he is constantly looking at pretty much everything is it. like the numbers he has insight into to everything like you know somebody books a consultation here um he gets a little slack message like consultation booked i sign him up member convert new member or you know didn't convert and that goes into slack he sees everything yeah but he's looking at it from like a super high level and not getting stuck in the weeds with everything he's just trusting us to just go out there and and you know operate yeah. and and not really telling us here's how you do it right it's just it's just here's what needs to get done go find a way that's exactly it the outcome is determined the outcome yeah. yes and i think that that is you know the most important thing if you're a, a gym owner and you're looking at like how do i replace myself it's like well who who could you trust to say here's what needs to get done go and find a way to do it there you go and and I don't think that, you know, gym owners probably have been mostly independent, you know, like personal training is very, very like independent, sure. self-employed type, type industry until you get to that business owner level. And then you're still kind of like locked into the business overseeing everything. Then when you're like, how do I remove myself? Oh, I need to clone myself. <laughs> well, yeah. that's not, that's probably not going to happen, at least not yet. Right. So, so, so you have to really look at characteristics of your employees and go, Hey, I'm going to give this coach this thing. I'm going to tell them what, what needs to happen, why it's important. Let them go and figure it out on their own. And then if they do it, that gives you a little insight into like, okay, maybe that's a potential, you know, replacement for myself. Sure. Let's do another test. Let's give them something else, not give them much instruction. Just say, here's what needs to happen. Do you understand why it needs to happen? Here's why it's mm -hmm. important. Go and do it. And if they do it and they do a good job, 
that's okay. Like you can keep adding to that until you can step back and, and say, okay, listen, you've earned my trust. I, I believe you can do this. Let's give you the tools and resources you need. That's, that's a, obviously that's a great way of going about it because you're allowing the, the cream to rise to the top kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Right? Like they self, your, your, your team will self identify, you know, who those leaders and who are, are those charging forward. But one of the things to be careful with too is make sure that you're incentivizing the like some of the right or individuals, if you may, right? The roles and responsibilities of that position might not be applicable for everybody that's in your training team. You know what I mean? And so, oh, yeah. you know, obviously those tests, right, are going to show you evidence on who is the viable candidates for that next position. But um, I know it's something that you've gone through. You're an anomaly, obviously. You know, sitting in that seat as a as a kind of the the go between right between the yeah. client's results and the body and the methodologies and the programming and all of that and the needs of the business and the p l and the dollars and cents that drive a business forward what do you feel because left versus right our typical trainers right or the people that i guess are working if we're listening we're thinking of our average you know listeners gym they probably have themselves most of them don't have maybe they might have a front end or an admin and then they get their training team you know what i mean what are some of the skill sets aside from obviously being a great trainer that you feel could lead into, you know, a more viable fitness director role? Is it focus on the numbers? Is it the ability to communicate? Like what are, are there other little categories that you think are leading contributors to a good fitness director? You know, it's, it's really, it's really hard to say because like you said, there's, there is that, like that coach mindset. Yeah. And the, even if we see potential with that with that person a lot of times it's really hard to take that coach mindset and turn it into an ownership sure. mindset or director mindset uh unless they are like motivated to 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 have the ownership piece of it what i mean by that is like if you had that coach and you said hey you're out and that coach goes and opens their own training like independent trainer and they start to understand what it takes to run a business right because they're forced to yeah um that's that experience of like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna sink or swim here yeah is really the i think like that experience is what is needed for you to have somebody that you're going to move into the, into the director so they need role. to be of of the kind of of the cloth right like they need to be yeah. willing to take a risk versus reward like not the comfort of, of sitting in a job and and having things laid out for them type of thing yeah it, well yeah exactly right and and comfort or growth not both right and so like how many of your like we want to we want to reward our coaches we want them to be great at what they do and incentivize them and all that but they're, if you're doing that, they're probably comfortable, yeah. right? And so how do you take that coach that's comfortable and now say, hey, I'm gonna add all these responsibilities to you. You're gonna be stressed. You're gonna deal with people canceling their memberships, pissed at you because you, they can't cancel because they're in an <laughs> annual contract. Um, you're gonna do you know, 100 sales consultations and whatever, 50% of them are gonna be like, <laughs> screw you. Yeah. you know, it, it's, it's not an easy, transition sure. but for the for the person that has been on their own and kind of understands like hey this is what's required in the business because our coaches here 
are very sheltered. Absolutely, right? yeah. Like we want it. Yeah, yeah we want it yeah. that way. But they're not going out selling, no. right? They're not dealing with the cancellations or the angry customers or the marketing expenses. Like I'll tell our I'll tell our coaching team, like, hey guys, like we spent seven thousand dollars on marketing this month. <laughs> it's really important that we keep our clients. Yeah. If you guys aren't doing everything that I'm asking you to do to keep our clients, guess what? Like we have to spend that again next month. Yep. And so you know, when you throw that number out, it's like, well, that's more than their salary. Mm -hmm. Do they understand, yeah. you know? And, and so, so I guess the point is that I don't think, I don't think that you can just take a coach that has never like somebody that comes out of college has an exercise science degree. Yeah. They start training at your gym or another gym. And all they've done is coached and turn that person into a director and trust that they're going to treat the business the same way that you would treat it as the owner. That's a good way of putting it. Um, and, and, you know, one thing that I think if you were going to do that, that person's going to need to spend pretty much every waking hour with you, the owner yep. for probably six months to see what is actually involved before before they would even take on that have an role. idea of what that role is but, sure. yeah because yeah. they have no clue yeah they have no clue what's involved in that they're just oh the clients are here i'm going to train them hey guys as you know at built to grow we're all about systems and scalability and that's why i want to tell you about one of our sponsors semi-private pro several years ago i was in our gym looking around and i noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients and i thought gosh there has to be a better way so I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our client's training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And I think that, you know, to your point earlier, when you were saying about like, you know, giving certain tests or like allowing, you know, tasks to be um, accomplished by the team and starting to figure out who could be in those roles, that, that's a great way of doing that, right? Because the majority of, of your training staff is going to do it with their level of desire and competence and the arenas that they play in, but you'll find those anomalies that stand out, right? You'll find the person who's like gung ho about the numbers of the business or, you know, understands the needs and their role within it. And obviously that's how you start to self, you know, self-identify, you know, the candidates for that seat. Um, with that seat, <clears throat> obviously the roles and responsibilities are all over the place. If you could break down, I'm probably like, let's just say the top three things that you find yourself doing on a, on a consistent daily yeah. basis. Like what are the biggest impactful roles on your plate that you think 
you know, even if it were to, if you, if somebody were to start writing a job description for a, sure. a fitness director, right? What yep. are like the main components of the things that need that that will end up on that plate, so that they can at least start to self-identify some of the major categories before okay. we start to you yeah. know, fill it, some. It's stuff. four. It's not four? three. Perfect. Even okay. Better. Yeah. So I I they're quadrants. Okay. <laughs> I just call I, so in in the directing uh, like fitness course, right? So teaching teaching directors like what you know how to how to run a facility. Um, I split it into four yeah. quadrants. Okay. They're, they're loose quadrants. I wouldn't say it's like 25%, 25%, but, <laughs> but there's four things that you want to focus on. Number one is leadership. That's probably the one that's the hardest yeah. for everybody, mm -hmm. including our gym owners, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, if you were a great leader, um, then you could take that, that like coach or, you know, your team, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You would be listening <laughs> to this podcast. You would have already taken that person, yeah. coached them up, taught them what they need to know and put them in that role. Um, we're all lacking in that area. Sure. It's the one that requires the most effort and time. Cause if you take care of your team, they'll take care of your clients and your business. The topic of our next iron circle. Experience. It is. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah. Even, well, even the best of the best, you know, industries can, can be better leaders and that's right. what it comes down to. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so leadership is number one. Number two is clients. Okay. okay. So take care of the team, take care of the clients, interact with the clients. Um, accountability, following up with them, doing check-ins, progress check-ins, all of that takes up a ton of time. Sure. Okay. If you're doing it correctly, takes up no time if you're not doing it correctly. Okay. <laughs> Good point. Uh, um, uh, third is sales. Okay. So obviously got to get, get some, the lifeblood of the business, make some, yeah. make some money. Right. <laughs> um, and sales is everything from, from like leads coming in to nurturing them, to showing up for consultations, to converting them, and then ascension, which would be like continuing yep. the client journey and moving them up your value ladder, right? Um, and then finally, third is admin stuff, right? Um, admin stuff is where if you take a coach and you put them in the role, that's where they'll spend 90% Most of their time. time. Sure, absolutely. By default, yeah. right? And it's the thing that should take up the least amount mm -hmm. of time, okay? But coaches, especially the ones that you're looking at and you're going, hey, this coach could like oversee our training. T totally different role. Do not take a, that's a head coach position, right? Um, programming takes zero of my time now, no, right? Yeah. Because um, we have semi-private pro app. But before that, um, it took very little of my time, maybe at most like 20 minutes a week. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that's, a, that's a non-issue, yep. right? By admin stuff, I mean like adjusting people's memberships, doing, you know, reaching out for anybody that's card expired or whatever, renewing memberships that are expiring, you, you know, like that type of thing, tracking Perkville, um, keeping track of people's birthdays, reaching out to them, like all of that stuff. It's like a, it's an admin slash customer service, customer yeah. relation role. And it take you know? it doesn't take that much time, right? I mean, nope. you could probably do those things in, in two, three hours a week. Um, so. Well, and to, to your point, I mean, the, of the four quadrants, the reason they gravitate towards that and the reason it should take it's the easy least, one. Well, it's the easy because they're self-identified, right? Like yes. most of those problems are right there in front of you. And yeah. like, all they have to do is like follow the prompt, right? The card's expired. Go call on them, get a new card. Like they know a clear a path, like, yeah. if that makes sense, right? So they just gravitate towards those things and then they allow it to fill the time that they've got available as opposed to knocking it out in the amount of time that it should take. 
Right. But, you know, that, again, that's any role, any comfort, you know, in, in a position. But it's funny how the admin role can take up the majority of the time, even though it is literally the most least impactful, you it, know, of, of the four responsibilities on their plate. A hundred percent will. will. Um, and, you know, there's, uh, is there a need for a director role? Yes. In the, in the gym. Um, but also there's a way to, mm -hmm. to not necessarily have to have that either. Right. The way that we're set up, it's interesting because Tim has basically like removed himself from the day to day operations of the business. I'm kind of in the same, like following in Tim's footsteps yeah. somewhat. Mm -hmm. Um, where I'm sort of like removing myself from the day-to-day -day operations of the business. And, and I think that that's really, I mean, it's pretty profound, not many gyms, like most gyms can't even replace the owner. Like yeah. they can't even replace themselves. Yeah. Like we're replacing the director somewhat. Cause I got all these other things going on. Um, and so automation is a huge piece of that leadership and delegation is a huge piece of that. And so a gym owner really could delegate like, Hey, I've got my head coach or my accountability coach who's responsible for taking care of the clients. Yep. Right. Um, I've got, you know, the, the admin stuff again, two hours a week, like no big deal. Right. I've, we've got an app for our training. Like it's dialed and we don't have to worry about that. Um, for the leadership piece, that's going to take up the majority of my mm -hmm. time. Um, and then all of our, like, lead nurture everything is automated all i have to do is show up for the consult sign them up and then click a button and they get nurtured you know yeah. as a new member et cetera, et cetera. right so so you can eliminate a lot of those tasks um and for me i mean tim is tim is a great boss he's super generous he takes care of me i could like kick up my feet and hang out in my sure. office yeah. for like, for, you know, the majority of the day and just be like, man, I got all this, yeah. I got all this automation happening. Everything's a piece of cake. Um, but I think that's a really telling yeah. piece for gym owners looking for that person is like, I'm the same as you. I'm not going to be satisfied sitting in my office, kicking up my feet. So a, a reason that I've have, delegated, automated, done all these other things and dialed in these systems is so that I can follow in Tim's footsteps. So I can coach, help coach in the, you know, with ProFit and, yep. and help you guys build stuff. It's like, I want to continue to move up the yep. same way gym owners want to continue to, to move up, branch out, open other businesses. So, um, I think that's an important thing to recognize is like, you want, if you're going to have a good fitness director, you're going to have to like create a path for that person um, eventually. And, and you want that characteristic that is the same as you. That's yeah. like the entrepreneurial mindset. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day -day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much, and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get to, into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. Cool. 
Yeah, I think that's obviously the most you know important of all of it, right? Is finding somebody who is the right person for the role. And I think a lot of times people are trying to fit a, a square peg in that round hole and force force the change. But unfortunately, the individual isn't really capable of the tasks at hand. And so when you find the right fit, like you said, incentivize the right ways, nurture them, give them the reins, give them the authority to make the decisions that you've asked them to make in your business. There's nothing worse than putting somebody in a role and then handcuffing them to it. You know what I mean? Not giving them the authority to make the decisions they need in order to be effective. So um, I think that's a pretty good glimpse into that role, that position. I think obviously that'll help a lot of gym owners kind of compartmentalize like the roles and responsibilities that should be on that plate. One thing that you did mention, you know, the, the ability for you even as a fitness director to work on the business instead of in the business is again, it's, it's happening from the same things that we preach every episode. It's yeah. systems, it's automation, it's putting the right tools into the business so that a lot of the work is happening on tools and systems and not necessarily an individual. What does that do for you? It opens up the opportunity. Like you said, you can kick back and put your feet up, but instead you're going to turn around and you're going to find other ways of creating greater in, you know, impact and income and, and other areas of opportunity or spend it in other things like helping other gym owners on the podcast. Yeah, side. yeah exa exactly. And, and just kind of to, to conclude for everybody, it's like what I have found talking to gym owners is that they just overwhelm the, the person that they want to take over yeah. with like, too many KPIs with too many responsibilities. They don't have, it's like, they'll ask me how many hours a week is the director training, you know, versus how much are they doing here? And it's like, well, that in and of itself, you can, the quadrant didn't have any training on it, yeah. right? Like, do yeah. you as the owner train, like I only train if somebody's out sick or yep. vacation or whatever. Um, but then they're, you know, like, okay, we're going to track this and this and this and this. And it's like, what I just tell you guys, there's a quad I, quadrant, four things, four areas to focus on, right? So lead the team, take care of the clients, close deals, and then do a little bit of admin work just to make sure everything's organized. Boom. Keep it simple, yeah. stupid simple, yeah. because if you don't, then that one, you're going to get frustrated because that person's never going to do the job that you want them to do, right? So dumb it down. And then two, that it, it, you're gonna get frustrated and then that person's gonna leave and then you're gonna be left hanging too. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think some of that there is people are trying, I could imagine gym owners are trying to position somebody in their business or put somebody in that role that fills all the holes of the things that they don't bring to the table, if that makes sense, right? Like if you're trying to put the fitness director in there and you're loading, oh, focus on all of these things, look at all of these KPIs and focus on the retention and the churn and the front end and all of these things at the same time, it's because those are the things that, those are the KPIs of the business and they're not wrong in the fact that you have to be aware of these. But, but they're symptoms. 100%, right? They're byproduct of where that problem or what the things in the business actually, you know, that are moving those numbers actually are. And yeah, there's a lot of confusion there. But I think that as a gym owner, I think the, you nailed it with simplicity, right? Put somebody in this role, give them the tasks that are going to move and, and make that position the most impactful and and then let them play. Let them it, run the play. Exactly. Because if you dumb it down, you make it so simple, a good director will take those things and build upon, upon them. them. Yeah. And they'll figure out the solutions and it'll be solutions that you probably didn't even think of because you were preoccupied with all those other things.
but they're not going to create any solutions if you give them all of everything and then you're like track all this stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Do all these things. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jack, you you also have a bo a book on that. Why don't we uh, directing, directing fitness? fitness. How yeah. can they get a hold of? How can they get a copy of directing fitness? I mean, we'll drop one in the show. It's notes. on Amazon. Okay, it, it's on Amazon. That's the easiest way to easiest fastest way to get it. Um, do a coaching course for mm -hmm. directors developing developing directors. Um, you know and. The, the, a lot of these resources are in the you know forge, the forge. that we've mm -hmm. got coming out. Um, our coaching program, obviously, business accelerator, all of that. So, awesome, awesome. Well, as you heard there, um, if you if you do want to continue the conversation, jump on a call with Zach or jump on a call with myself. When uh, pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call, we'll uh, we'll get you to my schedule. Um, jump on there, obviously, if you want to talk to Zach about uh, directing fitness, we can we'll steer you there. Zach is a part of our coaching team here at Profit. So, if you guys need any help. Feel free to reach out, but for this episode, that's all we got today. Keep changing lives. All right, and thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you wanna connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals, and when you do, we're gonna give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.